This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh. I am Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Bashy. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining me is... Jasmine, the dog trainer. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian, and he'll put you on the air with us. The show is produced here at the farm by... Hello, this is Matt Matera. Thank you, Matt. This is Talking Pets. Why did I know that for some reason, Matt Matera, you were going to play that song out of all of the songs that I gave you of Easter to play? I had a feeling you were going to go with Jelly Beans. Oh, it was the first one on the list, to be honest with you. Oh, is so it really? I picked it. Oh, He's okay. a simple guy. All right. Well, maybe I, maybe I actually put it out there for you to play that one. Maybe. I don't know. I but it's catchy, it. though. It is. It's one of those songs that you leave the show, and all of a sudden you're singing on the ride home. Jelly beans. Jelly beans. <laughs> jelly beans. Do you like jelly beans? Yes. Yeah, so do Only I. Only certain kinds. Not the cheap kind. No? Ugh. Yeah. I like those... Um, jelly bellies. Well, the regular jelly beans are good. I don't like the black ones, though. The licorice. Yeah. The, yeah I don't think anybody really likes mm, those. No. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of that drink, that shot. Um Matt, you should know. What's that shot that you get? Jägermeister. There you go. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of that. (laughs) I can't drink that. It reminds me of the Good and Plenty candy. Could you imagine, though, if they made uh, alcoholic jelly beans? People would be going crazy Oh, they'll get to it. I mean, they make alcohol (laughs) like anything now. You can get alcohol, ice pops, like stuff like that. Really? I'm sure there is a jelly bean out there somewhere. Uh, Maybe. probably an edible one, too. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. thinking that, too. Well, I'm sure of that. Well, I was hoping, Darian, that was what we were thinking of was the edible ones well (laughs) (laughs) well i want to bring on right now for a couple minutes i want to talk with suncoast animal rescue now they are actually out of hudson florida and phil goodman is the director founder of the organization and i want to welcome on to the program right now uh mr phil goodman hey phil how you doing hey how you doing doing wonderful i want to introduce you of course jasmine's in the house and matt hello hi Hi, nice to meet you 
So tell us a little bit about, I was actually, um, this is how it kind of came about. I was looking for bunny stories and, you know, happy Easter, by the way, um, and stories about rabbits and rescues and so on and so forth. And I stumbled in my own neighborhood here, your place, uh, Suncoast Animal Rescue. And um, so tell us a little bit about the organization. How long have you guys been out there? Uh, we've been in business ourselves about three years now. Uh, we've volunteered for other rescues for uh, a little over 20 years and finally decided to branch out on our own. But our our main expertise is uh, exotics such as birds, reptiles, uh, like small pocket pets. So when you rescue like some of the exotics, uh, pocket pets or birds or whatever, or even bunnies, are they available for ownership if somebody wanted to, um, you know, take one in? Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, we're kind of strict on our vetting. We make sure that, uh, that they're allowed to have the pets where they're at. They have uh, some kind of experience or basic uh, understanding of their husbandry, and they have the means to take care of them. And we do a home visit, make sure that they're not like an animal hoarder. Uh, they're not selling them or breeding them or some of that nature. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, that is good. I mean, if I were ever to, like, I have two parrots, and if I were ever to give them to you, the one thing I would like to know is that they're going to a good place. And it sounds like you do your homework, and that's exactly what I appreciate. Yeah. Um, Do you guys spay and neuter them prior to allowing them to be adopted? Because I know that you just said you don't want people breeding them. Yeah, uh, some species we do. uh, Where we're at, it's... uh, for some animals, it's difficult to find a vet that will do the spay and neuter. Uh, we've done some of the bunnies. We've done uh, potbelly pigs in the past, uh, which we don't think in very often. But Okay. How many animals do you have there now at Suncoast Animal Rescue? Uh, right now, it, we're, it's actually been kind of slow with the COVID. Uh, we're doing some remodeling and renovations on enclosures, so... Well, wow. uh, but that could change at any moment. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. So, with your organization, you're a nonprofit as well, correct? That is correct. Okay, so you you take donations, and uh, you know people can help out. Now, again, with Suncoast Animal Rescue, I wasn't familiar, and you know we produce the program in Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, we're heard all over the country, pretty much all over the world. So, you know, if people want to find out more about Suncoast Animal Rescue and kind of explore it, you have a Facebook site, don't you? We do. It's under uh, Suncoast Animal Rescue Incorporated. Uh, they'll see our logo is the uh, is the parrot, and there's also a picture of me with a, a large bow around my neck. Um, was was he choking you, or was that just? <laughs> <laughs> he was a friend, right? <laughs> Yeah, we do a lot of uh, public uh, presentations to try to educate the public and uh, get some understanding out there of how big some of these animals get and the care they require. So actually, if people want to find out in the social media as- aspect of things, um, they can go to at Suncoast Animal Rescue and find out more information. So what Correct. do you think? A good, uh, a good friend of mine is uh, Bob Barker from The Price is Right, and he lived his life with bunnies. Um, he lost his last one and a couple years ago, and um, he's been a big bunny fan. Do you recommend rabbits as pets? Uh, they actually, uh, with a little bit of uh, homework, they actually make pretty good pets. Uh, our biggest problem we see down here is everybody gets them for Easter pets. Right. And then three weeks later, they grow tired of them, and they end up being 
So, also, Phil, do you have a website, or, or do you just have your Facebook? Uh, right now, it's just the Facebook. Our, our, our uh, website is under construction. Okay. So people can find out more about you um, on your Facebooks, and it's uh, at Suncoast Animal Rescue. So you can find out, and that's what I'm looking at right now, actually. Um, so you've, you've got a lot going on there. You're slow right now, but then I know a lot of organizations are because of COVID. There's been a lot of animal adoptions during COVID. I just hope that they don't decide to give them all back. But I want to thank you for um, shedding the light on, on Suncoast Animal Rescue with this and letting us know that you're out there. And, uh, and, and thanks for the good work that you do, and thank you so much for checking up on the animals if they're adopted because that's really important. Yeah, it is. Uh, Bob, we, we appreciate you having us on. Anytime. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate it. Take care. Have a good Easter, and give our best to everybody there at Suncoast Animal Rescue in Hudson, Florida. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right take care. Again, that's Phil Goodman. He is the director and founder um, there at uh, Suncoast Animal Rescue, and you can find out more about him if you go to his Facebook page, at Suncoast Animal Rescue. So check it out. Um, there's a lot of uh, information there about some animals that they have, and I know there's uh, rescue groups all around the country, so I like the ones that do their homework and do good for the animals, and uh, they respect the fact of that they are a living creature, as we are as well. So we'll be right back after a short pause. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. After five years, a federal judge in the District of Columbia ruled that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service can no longer withhold valuable wildlife trade data, such as tracking the imports of an at-risk species killed by trophy hunters into the U.S. The ruling to make that information available resulted from a lawsuit filed by the Humane Society International in 2016. LEMIS, L-E-M-I-S, data, which stands for Law Enforcement Management Information System, is a source that tracks every import and export of wildlife into and out of the United States. This includes hunting trophies like those of imperiled giraffes and leopards, 
Live animals like birds and reptiles imported for the exotic pet trade, monkeys used for experiments at research facilities, <clears throat> and animal skins such as those from snakes and lions. Organizers like the Humane Society of the United States and Humane Society International use this data to track trends in wildlife trade, petition the government for increased domestic and international protections for species threatened by international trade, and hold the government accountable for its actions. The Fish and Wildlife Service should have never removed access to this information and has been unlawfully withholding imperative data that impacts wildlife conservation and global health. Transparency has just prevailed this week, said Laura Smith, a staff attorney for the Humane Society of the United States representing Humane Society International. The United States is the world's largest importer of both legal and illegal wildlife parts and products. And it is critical that the public has access to the full picture of the role our country plays in this destructive industry. Transparency is critical as scientists and public are acknowledging the link between the wildlife trade and the threat of future global pandemics, the full extent to which the wildlife trade contributes to the spread of diseases is still unknown, but this information is crucial to solving those missing links and preventing future outbreaks. Humane Society International has used Lemus data to petition the Fish and Wildlife Service for Endangered Species Act protections of species such as African elephants and giraffes, which are at extreme risk of extinction from trophy hunting and trade in their parts. Humane Society International also used the data to petition for Endangered Species Act protections for the pangolins. Now, access to this data allows Humane Society International to measure the United States' demand for imperiled wildlife products such as pangolin scales and identify where increased protections are urgently needed. Humane Society International also needs this information to work towards increased global protections for these and many more animals through CITES, C-I-T-E-S, as international agreement that regulates trade in the imperiled species. The data is critical to knowing the role of the United States plays in the destructive trophy hunting industry. For more information and to join our social media family, visit TalkinPets.com. Happy Easter. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. And again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Jasmine, the dog trainer. I'm Matt Matera. So I would imagine a lot of things go unknown 
Um, you know, they were saying that, you know, with that law and everything like that, that they that so many illegal things go on the wayside um, because of government. So it's nice to see that they're actually being transparent now and they're passing those laws to actually make sure that things are done the way they should be done. Um, we lose way too many animals. Um, I don't know if you were on the show that time when we had Bass on and he was talking, he was the, the guy that took care of the last two white rhinos in the world and uh, he was with us. I don't think I was on. It was amazing. Um, it was a mother and daughter and they were the last white rhinos and they were trying to decide how they were going to increase the species. So, of course, um, you know, organizations do freeze sperm like they do for humans and so on and so forth right. and, and eggs. Um, so that's what they're going to try to do is uh, fertilize an egg and put it, I think, into the into the females and see if by chance they can, you know, get a birth. Hopefully. Wow. It's sad to see a species go extinct. Yeah. So um, one day, you know, might be us. The yeah. Way, the way things are going. Right. But I want to ask you, I was, I, I was, when I was talking to Phil there, uh, you know, I mentioned that Bob Barker had a rabbit. He loved his rabbits. Yeah. I mean, his rabbits were everything to him. Um, and they would run around his house, um, you know, and he just, such a joy. <laughs> Matter of fact, um, when he lost the last one, I sent him out a rabbit book. And I said, now, see, if you get one more, do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's what I sent to him. He sent me back a card saying, thank you very much. <laughs> um, but I think he was done with the bunnies at the time. But, um, you know, that's one thing. And, and Phil brought up a good a good point, too. And it is Easter. Um, it's the holiday weekend. And a lot of people love to give kids a little chick or a bunny for the holiday. But then they find out that it's work. It is work. It, bunnies are not low-maintenance pets. Um, they're higher maintenance than a cat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I would see that. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with I mean, that. You have to, you have to, uh, you know, keep up the, their cage cleanliness and you've got to groom them. You've sometimes, um, especially the bunnies that have longer hair, if they're left to groom themselves, they can get a blockage in their intestines or something. I've read all kinds of things because I've had bunnies, um, I'm on my second one as an adult. I had one as a kid. <clears throat> I had one as a kid as well. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had one as an adult. I'm surprised I've had everything else. Well, you know, there, you you have to be ready for a pet like that. Yeah. And I, I knew what I was getting myself into, especially with the second one. Um, but, the, you know, they can have behavior issues like I was telling you about mine. Mine is aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, during the commercial break. I thought that was kind of a funny story, but um <laughs> I I literally I, I we lost the one that we had. Um my daughter was totally attached to him and um I rescued him from a client. This one I went to the Humane um not Humane Society, SPCA and adopted him. No one wanted him because I wonder why. Because he was destructive. <laughs> like he would tear his cage apart and he wasn't very social. And he was there the longest, so I was like, okay, I'll take this one. <laughs> I took the problem Nobody child. else wants him, so I might as well. <laughs> yeah. I actually did that with a male cat, and it's the last time I, I would get a male cat. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say that. I loved him for 17 and a half years, and I put up with a lot. Um, but it's tough when you end up taking the animal no one wants, because you know it's got issues, of course. Yeah, I was prepared, but you know, I wasn't prepared to get growled at by Bunny. <laughs> Grawled and attacked. Right. <laughs> See Jasmine <laughs> struggling with the bunny on the floor. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to have an animal sound for you. And if you can guess what it is, 
We're going to give you a choice. And we've got a new sponsor with us called Poop and Tie, and that will be one of your choices. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call, 844-305-7800. That's the number to call if you've got a question or a comment, a story. Jasmine, the dog trainer, is in uh house with us here, so ready to answer your questions. So pick up the phone, give us a call, and maybe you have a bunny question. And Jasmine can answer that, <laughs> especially for the angry bunnies. <laughs> 844-305-7800. We're going to play Name That Animal Sound. And if you can name this animal, we're going to send out a choice, actually. You can pick, there's quite a bit, actually. You can go with Life Boost Coffee. Today we are drinking the French Vanilla Coffee. Good, guys? Yes, Terrific. I like it. You can go with that. And um, actually, it's awesome coffee. It's smooth, low-acid, small-batch roasted, clean-ground coffee. And that's going to come out to you from Life Boost Coffee. Um, or you could go with SCOE 10X, the odor eliminator. We also have now, new to the show, Poop and Tie. And Poop and Tie, actually, these are poop bags with a tie. They actually have, um, I think I have one. I'll show you guys. See. Yeah, see, it's got the actual... A drawstring. Yeah, which, ah. which is cool, because then this way you don't have to tie it or anything like yeah. that. You just pull the drawstring. And the bag that comes with it has a hook on it and a, and a flashlight. So, um, with the flashlight, you can find your poop. <laughs> yeah, well, for the nighttime poops. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, you can find them in the day. It's not like they run away from you. No, I'm not going in that bag! <laughs> Get away from me! <laughs> I think 
the coffee. <laughs> no, you're a little zooted The coffee always brings me up. It's a good thing. Um, yeah. So you can go with Life Boost Coffee. You can go with Poop and Tie. Um, and you actually get the bag, the dispenser bag, with the LED flashlight and all, all attached, and two uh, pooper bags, um, two rolls of pooper bags. And then you can also go with uh, books from Chicken Soup for the Soul. I only have cat books from Chicken Soup now. But there's a new book that... A new book that I just got today, and it's called BU, 101 Stories of Affirmation, Determination, and Female Empowerment, if you want to go with that book. Um, Or you can go with, I have a dog book called A Dog's Promise by Bruce Cameron. Um, So if you want a dog book, you can go with that. But we also have CDs from Gino Sasani. So those are your choices. you got quite a bit. If you can name this animal. No, obviously, uh, would you say that's a bird? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a bullfrog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know where he's been, but we haven't heard from he's him. He's been in a while. hiding. Yeah, he has. So, name this animal. Obviously, it's a bird. But what kind of bird is it? So, for you bird watchers out there, or take a guess. 844-305-7800. If you know what bird that is, then pick up the phone, give us a call, take a chance. And if you've won something in the last 90 days, you have to pick something you haven't won. Or else, if you want, you can send it to a friend and say, hey, try this out. But you can go with the Life Boost Coffee. Um, of course, the brand today that we have, or the flavor, is French Vanilla. You can go with Poop and Tie. And um, these are actually, you'll get the drawstring poop bags with the dispenser and the LED light. Uh, flashlight attached to it. Um, you can go with SCOE 10X, the odor, odor eliminator. You can go with a book or you can go with a CD. 844-305-7800. Name this bird. Everybody's probably like, what are you kidding? They all sound alike to me. Actually, <laughs> they, they don't, yeah. though. <laughs> but, I mean, you hear birds and you don't see where the noise is coming from right. sometimes. So. <laughs> I'm sure I've heard it, that before. It was I got to know her. All of a sudden, bang! <laughs> All the oh, lines lit up. Uh, so maybe somebody does know what kind of bird this is. Eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. If you know, give us a call. So, um, actually, uh, Vanna Matt. Um, <laughs> Vanna Matt. <laughs> can you um, can you demonstrate actually the uh, coffee brand that we're giving away today? To everybody on Facebook Live, if you're watching us on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio, that's the coffee that we're giving away you today. Do hand swoop in front of it. Yeah, come on, do the Vanna mat. I mean, get up there and sway and work it. Yeah, really work it. <laughs> Smile. There you go, getting better. <laughs> Strike a pose. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you can go with. You can go with the coffee or more, but pick up the phone and give Good us job. a call. Yeah, thank you. You did well, young man. I appreciate that. Maybe I have a future in television. <laughs> You're going to get some scouts calling you. <laughs> well, give us a call if you think you know what it is, 844-305-7800. And, uh, so if you call and you get a ringing, don't hang up. That means Darian's going to pick up on you. So 844-305-7800. When we come back, we'll take your guesses. Some lines are open, so call. And if you do get a ringing, that means you got a line. 844-305-7800. 
This is Talking Pets. Deep inside, I know you're no good for me. What the hell am I trying to hold on to when I know you? Just another picture in a pile of memories. If you wanna go, I think it's time for you to leave. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. One hundred forty-sixth annual Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show and the Masters Agility Championship, both presented by Purina ProPlan, will return to New York City on January twenty-second and the twenty-fourth through the twenty-sixth, twenty twenty-two. Due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, this year's rescheduled Westminster Dog Show and trial are being held on June eleventh through the thirteenth, twenty twenty-one on the grounds of Historic Lindhurst, a National Trust for Historic Preservation property in Terrytown, New York. As New York State continues to open event venues, the club looks forward to returning to its longtime home of New York City. The Masters Agility Championship precedes the dog show each year, and the club intends to host that popular event on January 22, 2020, at a pending location. At the same venue, the Daytime Breed Judging and Masters Obedience Championship will be head, held over three days from Monday to Wednesday, January 24th through the 26th, 2022. The evening group and best in show competitions will return to Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, on Tuesday, January 25th, and Wednesday, January 26, 2020. All event information will become available at westminsterkennelclub.org. For more information and to join our social media family, visit TalkinPets.com. Happy Easter. Reporting, I'm Jasmine, the dog trainer. Oh, it's a road show. 
And you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. Jasmine the Dog Trainer. I'm Matt Matera. We're going to go out to your guesses on Name That Animal Sound, which is a bird sound today in this hour of the program. And this is the sound. We're going to try going out to Tolerosa, New Mexico, and Mary. Hey, Mary, how you doing? I'm doing great. Well, welcome to the program. And have... Thank you. No, go ahead. Were you saying something? <laughs> you want to talk to me? <laughs> I need to cut back on this coffee. Um, so, <laughs> Mary, what do you think that this is? Is it a hawk? You think that that noise would actually be a hawk. I would say that's kind of a good guess, but in the long run of things, I would have to say... You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! You're wrong, Mary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that one sounds aggressive. Try Sorry, Mary. One. Try on another one. There All you right. go. Thanks, Mary. All right. Love you, Mary. That's Mary. She knows the game. She says, I'll try in another one. All right. <laughs> so we're going to go to uh, Eureka, California, and Jim. And Jim thinks he knows what it is, actually. And um, this is the sound once again. Jim in Eureka, California, what kind of bird do you think that is? A bald eagle. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. A bald eagle? Hello? Yes, that would be incorrect. Oh, but they usually just do the one higher pitched. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. That's Jim out there in Eureka, California. He was wrong. Apparently, he didn't hear. It. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hit it again. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't. No. Oh. Um. But the the sound is out there. So call if you know. What that is. I've got to say... I don't know what it is. But you guessed, but you were wrong. But I... Oh, won't... thanks. <laughs> loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Are you, Jasmine? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a bird specialist. But I will say you, you were on the right course, though, because you said a small bird. Now, so far, Mary and Jim actually guessed larger birds. Okay. So this beautiful bird is smaller, more common. Do you think you know what it is? No. Oh. <laughs> what would you do with a brain if you had one? That was for Jasmine. I mouthed an answer to <laughs> All right, well, we got about a minute if somebody can answer this. Um, I'm trying to, if I, I can't give the color of it because, well, there's the clue. I can't give the color of it because if I name the color of it, I name the bird. Oh! I know exactly what it is. So, what kind of bird is it? Eight? Uh, no. Eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. Call Darian. Will put you on with us. And if you know what kind of bird makes this sound, so you're getting educated today. That yeah. is 
the bird, and if I name it, I give it away because if I say the color of it, that is the name of the bird. You got Cindy from Tampa on line one. I think we're going out to Tampa Bay and Cindy. Am I right? Yes. Yes, Hi, Cindy. So so what do you think, Cindy? I think I had one one in my front yard today. A blue jay? I would say, yay! Good job! There we go. Congratulations, Cindy in Tampa Bay. Nicely done. So, Cindy, what do you want to do? You want to go with the coffee? And uh, Vanna Matt has it over there. It's the French uh, French vanilla coffee from Life Foods Coffee. You can go with poop and tie, uh, which comes with the dispenser poop bag. Poop and ties are great. Uh, poop and ties then, are great. Awesome. Then you got poop and tie coming out to you. <laughs> so stay great. on the line, and thank we'll you. get your address in Tampa, and we'll ship that out to you, Cindy. And I, thanks for I, playing. Thank you so much. All right. Congratulations. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> So she gets poop and tie with the dispenser bag and the LED light, which is cool, so she can find that poop in the dark. I guess totally wrong. Three times. Yes, you did. Will you keep your mouth <laughs> shut and keep your eyes open and maybe you'll learn something? Jasmine. <laughs> so if somebody wants to get a hold of you, Jasmine, in the Tampa Bay area because you're Jasmine the dog trainer, What's how do they do that? Um, Facebook at Jasmine the dog trainer or Instagram, Jasmine the dog trainer. Or jasminthedogtrainer.com. Spay and neuter your pets, help control the pet population. We'll talk to you again very soon. And bye for now in this hour of Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.